Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. The best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid the podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So come on. Come on to Anchor. Get your podcast started. It's the best way to podcast. It's easy. It's free. Can't be free. Come on over right now. And you get paid to podcast. So if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start to join me in a diverse community of podcasts already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Welcome, everybody, to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Grand Hefe. No music today, but joined as always by my co-host, OG Raw in Washington State. What's going on with you, bro? Oh, man, it's another great day in the great state of Washington. It's sunny outside, so I'm excited about uh, getting this thing started. Had man. A, How you doing? Man, I had week? an eventful morning, honestly, man. I woke up early. You know, my son, he be up, boy, like, 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 like ain't nobody business. You know, got some good news this morning. Then, you know, my little niece was born this morning, so... Uh, Hey, man, everything is good today. And I get to talk sports. Like, anytime I get to come on here, bro, and talk sports with you, it's always going to be a good day. Oh, oh yeah. Blessings on show, bro. bro. So, Blessings so we got, a, um, we got a, a good show for you guys today, man. We got a lot of Laker drama. We got Porzingis news, Kyrie Irving news. Who is your MVP news coming up a little bit later? Uh, Let's let's go ahead and, and jump this this show off right, man. Um, Lakers fall three three games back. They was three and a half games back, but the Clippers lost last night to the Denver Nuggets. So now they're they're three games back uh, after losing to the Pelicans the other night without Anthony Davis. Do you still have faith that the Lakers will make the playoffs? I, I still have faith. I have faith, man, because I do believe this Lakers team is better than what we see because. And when when I watch this team, they they have promise. They do have promise, but th- like LeBron James said, they don't have any urgency. If you look at them play, they're just they're just out there running around with no urgency. That's what, that's what they're doing. And I don't blame so much the team itself. I blame the coaching. That's a coaching problem to me. Uh, Luke Walton has to dig deep inside of himself and know. Hey, look, man. We got to get some urgency. If you guys aren't playing urgent enough, I'm pitting players on the floor that will play urgent enough. I'm not going to just settle and just watch you guys run around because Luke Walton isn't doing any coaching. Let's be honest. He's not doing any not coaching for this team right now. I can agree with you there, but I but I agree with a lot of yeah. your points. Yeah, and, and when, I, when I see this and when I watch them play and I see Luke Walton just sitting there after a team goes on like a – maybe a 10-0 run, and he doesn't call a timeout or anything. He just lets them play. I'm like, yo, Luke, you got to do something. You got to you gotta rally these guys back, man, because uh, that last game we played, I think uh, the Pelicans dropped 42 in the first quarter. Yeah, something else ridiculous 42 in the without first Anthony quarter. Davis. Yeah, without Anthony Davis. That is a problem. Man didn't even suit up. They don't have a superstar. Yeah, he didn't even play. And you let them what, drop 42 in the what, first Drew quarter. Come on, buckets. Man. And, I, and, I, and you know he he was big time. Step back three had he had that going. He had the he had the um the the the, the driving game going. He had it all going the other night. Uh, Drew Holiday. That is, and um to answer the question, I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs, bro. I 
I've I've fallen off the bandwagon that LeBron James will miss the playoffs for the first time since his rookie year in the NBA. I do not see this team making the playoffs. This team is not a good team. You know, um, we're going to talk about LeBron a little bit later on about whether or not he should be a better leader or not. But this team, this is not a very good team. And and you said it, you know, that it seemed like 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 they don't know what they're doing or 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 they're or they're not playing right. Well, this was a 35 win team. What do you expect? This is a team that missed the playoffs last year. What what else do you expect from this team? You know, um, I I don't want to go 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 too far down that rabbit hole. But this is why LeBron came to this team. You know, um, now now you're three games back. Now you got to hope that the Clippers keep losing, which I think that they want to keep losing. But then you got to hope the Sacramento Kings want to lose, and they don't want to lose. They got a bunch of young guys that's hungry. De'Aaron Fox, uh, Bagley. These guys want to go to the Buddy Hill. They want to go to the playoffs. They're going to do everything they can, and you're two games behind them. So the Lakers going to need a lot of help, man, to make it to the playoffs. And one thing that you can't do, you can't drop easy games to the Pelicans. Without Anthony Davis, that you, you you just cannot do that. You cannot. You can, uh, yeah. Agree. I mean, come on, man. Like, and they were never in that game. It 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 it, it seemed like uh, I don't know. Nobody was yeah. Point. And to your point, they were never into in their game. And uh, you know, I, I'm looking. I'm watching this game, and I'm so disappointed. And uh, and. And the play in, you know, Kuzma played well. Brandon Ingram even played well. So I couldn't talk. I couldn't talk. I couldn't talk but so much trash, you know, and blame Brandon Ingram like I usually do. But outside of him, LeBron, and Kuzma, everyone else played terrible. It was just like I was watching. It was three versus uh, uh, 15, basically. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was watching. I was like, yeah, they I, I can't watch it no more. I, I got upset. Honestly, the Lakers are in really, really bad shape, bro. Uh, it's going to be tough for them to make a push. You know, it's it's is it, it, with one of the toughest schedules remaining. I think they got like the ninth toughest schedule remaining in the NBA. And you're three games back out of the playoff spot. To me, I just don't see no way that this Laker team can get back. Un- the, 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 the playoffs, unless they just go on a run, unless they do something that I haven't seen, and nothing that they've done so far gives me hope that that they are this team that that, that everybody think that they could be. You know, I, I just don't see it. Exactly. Uh, and tonight we have the Grizzlies, yeah. so I expect to get an easy win tonight. The Pelicans the other night. Uh, I think two more. Uh, the uh, Wednesday. Yeah, and then we got that Pelicans Wednesday. So hopefully we can we can we can do something. We can pull our our head out our butts and go out there and play some team basketball, good team basketball. And when LeBron passes the ball to you, you knock down a shot because that is the the main problem. These guys are getting the ball wide open and they can't knock down the shot. We don't have enough knockdown shooters. We don't have enough. I, I don't think we don't have enough confidence. The confidence is lacking, definitely lacking. When you wanted to get trade when 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 they wanted to trade all y'all for for one player, you, your confidence tend to to um to kind of go down the drain on that. But let's talk about a guy right now, man, who who's not lacking any confidence. Zach Lowe of ESPN reports that um, Kristaps Porzingis did not want to play with KD. Said he wanted to be the face of the franchise. What do you make of these comments? You know, or 
or this report by Zach Lowe um, about Porzingis? Uh, it, so I really like I really like what Porzingis did right there. Uh, if it's true, I like it because if I'm Porzingis and I'm an NBA basketball player and I feel like that I'm I should be the face. Oh yeah, move me to somewhere where I'm gonna be the face because I'm not playing second fiddle to no one. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna do that because I feel my talent is superior enough to be, you know, the face of the franchise. So if I'm, if I'm Porzingis, I, I, I really like this move by me. Um, and again, KD, I'm, I'm not seeing him and and Porzingis working together. I, I, I wouldn't see that as a dynamic tandem. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they would be good enough together to win a chip. Just because they're so different, their play styles are so different. I don't think they would complement each other. If I look at the way KD plays, KD's a pull up in your face shooter or drive to the rim uh, and get my basket. Yeah, he's not really looking to distribute. I'm not saying share share the responsibility with a big. He's not a distributor, but yeah, he's not a distributor. He's that's not. not he's, that's not something we. We say about you know Katie, oh yeah, he 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 can he can pass that rock. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's not something we're saying about. We we're saying he's a pull up knockdown shooter. He'll knock it down in your face, or he can take you to the rack. That's what we say about Katie. And so I don't blame Kristaps for that. I don't blame him for wanting to get out of New York before they made these drastic decisions behind you know behind. Well, they didn't even do it behind his back. They told him what their plan was. They said, "Hey, look, we plan on getting KD. What's up?" <laughs> And, <laughs> and and he asked for you know a trade, and they they granted his wish. So uh, yeah, I, I really like that by Kristaps, man. It it just shows me the type of competitor he is, the type of player he wants to be. He's not looking for an easy way out. He's just looking, you know, to go be the face of a franchise and maybe get them some wins. That way, you know, his, his legacy could be solidified, kind of like Dirk or kind of like. Uh, you know, players that have been on the same team for a long, long time. I got, a, I got two takes on this. You know, and the first take is, I mean, I, I like it from a Porzingis standpoint that you ain't trying to play second fiddle to anybody. You know, I get that whole mantra. But you're going to Dallas to be second fiddle to, to, to Luka Doncic. That's, that's Luka's franchise right now. You know, they got rid of Dennis Smith, who they picked in the first round the year prior for Luka. Because they didn't, because because they thought Luca was their star going forward, and I agree. Luca is one of the best guy, point guards in all of the NBA this season. Not saying that he's better than you know these guys that's been doing it for a long time, but this season, what he's able to do as a rookie in this league in the Western Conference, he's been nothing but money. So I mean, I get it. I get it from from I don't really want to play second fiddle to KD, you know. But I mean, you but you're going to Dallas to play second fiddle to to Luca. The only difference is he's not a he's not a seven foot guy like you, you know. Um, the second part of that is, does this now mean that KD is for sure going to the Knicks now that this report comes out? Because why would he want to ask for a trade? Why would he say, "I don't want to play second fiddle to KD. I want to be the face of the franchise." If KD, if 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 the rumors about KD going to 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 New York wasn't true, you know, so this this kind of almost tells me that 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 KD is. Out is is out of Golden State already. You know, another report came out. You know, over the weekend, I believe it was on Friday that KD probably won't won't stay in Golden State. You know, uh, so 
Then this comes out that Przingis didn't want to play with with uh, KD. He wanted to be the face. That tells me all I need to know that KD is probably out the door. Przingis, I get it. You know, you you don't want to have somebody come to your team and then take over your team and be the star because that's what it'd be. KD will clearly be the unquestioned leader, the unquestioned best player on that team. Um, and I get it, but you're going to go to Dallas and you're going to play second fiddle to another guy. He just happened to play point guard. But I get it. You and KD kind of do the same thing. Both of y'all are seven feet. Both of y'all can kind of shoot the jumper. Obviously, you're not as good as KD doing it, but you can do it. You can shoot the mid-range. You can get down in the post. I get it. So I, I, I get it from that standpoint that, just like you said, their games don't, don't necessarily go together. It's basically oil and water because when you get KD, you ain't getting KD to distribute the ball. I just need buckets. That's all I need you to do. Give me buckets. Yeah, so yeah. I can understand it, like, our game don't fit, and you already got me. Why not try to build around me? Why try to go get somebody else? So I can understand it from that standpoint. Just like you say, like, hey, you're getting KD. What's up with it? You know, are you going to stay or are you going to go? And that's basically how they, how they, how, how the situation is with Prazinga. So I understand it from that point. Uh, you want to be the man. I guess Luca won't take your shine because he's not a big man. He's a point guard. Y'all go good together. Steve Nash and Dirt. Steve Nash and Stoudemire, you know, type thing. Exactly. You know, so – I like Chris Paul and David West, the young, the young Chris Paul and the young David West. I, I, I get it, you know. So from that standpoint, I get it. But does this now mean KD goes to the goes to the Knicks? We only got about four more months left of basketball. We're gonna get our answer. You know, July first is you know the start of free agency. Big moves are gonna be made. Stay tuned with that. As mentioned earlier, man, uh, you know, about LeBron, about his comments of what he said about the young guys. Don't seem like they're interested. Don't seem like there's a sense of urgency. Like, this is supposed to be your life. When you come here, you're supposed to be focused. So I ask, should LeBron start being a better leader instead of throwing his teammates under the bus? I, I think LeBron is fed up at this point. He's fed up because he's going out, he's giving his all. Before he left, uh, before the injury, they were in the third, you know, the third seed in the West. And now they've fallen so far behind that we're talking about them not making the playoffs. So it can be frustrating. And I think part of being a leader is calling out people sometimes. Uh, Part of being a leader is, you know, letting them know, hey, look, this is what you guys got to do. Even even if it's in the media, even if, uh, you know, it's – even if it's kind of demoralizing that we see it as demoralizing to the team, you got to sometimes call people out to, to let them, you know, get an understanding of how you feel. And I can relate to this because I remember me being in the military and if I'm working harder than someone else and we got last formation of the day and, they, and someone's complaining about they want to go home and I'm looking at them like, look, you don't work all day. Uh, but you want to go home, but you mad we got to stay late? Man, come on, man. I've been there at a pool or something serious. Yeah, and <laughs> so I can relate to this. I can relate to the way he's feeling because I would be frustrated because they didn't do no work all day. So now I got to stay late. They're pinning extra work. Or, or, you know what I'm saying? So I can relate to the way LeBron feels. Sometimes you got to call somebody out on, on their stuff to let them know, hey, man, this is serious business. This is people's lives that, you know, that you are affecting. This is this is the game we love to play, but you're not coming every day and giving 100%. You're just here for the check, or you're just here just because we're in L.A. 
that ain't right. So I I don't question LeBron's leadership. We know LeBron's a great leader. It's getting these young cats on the board. It's getting these young guys on board with with the with the plan. You know what I'm saying? And I know it's hard after everything they've been through with this trade deadline thing. It can be hard. But no, it comes a point in time where you got to get back on your horse and you got to ride it. So that's what they got to do, man. Because uh, LeBron, he did everything right. Come out to if it takes coming out to the media to get somebody mind straight, so be it. I, I and I believe LeBron has tried other methods, but now this is what it has. Resulted. This pains me to say. This 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 really does, bro. It 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 pains me to say. As a LeBron James fan for the last 18 years, the 16 he's been in the league and then the, the year, you know, or so when he was still in high school, this pains me to say, bro, LeBron James is absolutely being a terrible leader right now. Terrible. I, I, I mean, and I don't know if it's old age. I don't know what it is. He's feeling the pressure. He came out a few weeks ago, last week or two weeks ago, and said he got nothing else to prove. Yeah, you do. You got a lot to prove, honestly. I mean, let's 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 be let's be honest about this. That Golden State Warriors team is a tough team, right? But you just got swept last final. You got a lot to prove. Um, I get it. You know, I only agree with I only agree with one of your points, and that's before the injury. He had them in the fourth seed, like a half game out of the third seed before he got hurt. He gets hurt for 17 games. He comes back there in the 10th seat. That's why I, earlier I said, and, you know, last week when we kind of talked about this a little bit, I said I could never put the blame on LeBron because when he was playing, they were one of the best in the West. When he went out, they wasn't. But right now, LeBron, you know what these young guys need? They need you to show them how to win. You ain't showing them anything. You, you're a classical, daisical. You played in that first half when y'all were getting blowed out by the Pelicans. What did you do to stop it? Nothing. In the second half, yeah, you came out kind of hot. You hit three, three threes, bang, you hit one, came off the screen, boom, hit you, you hit another one. I get it. But when the game was there for you to take, you didn't do it. You wanted to pass the ball. That's These young guys don't need that. I said it earlier, this was a 35-win team, a 35-win team that didn't make the playoffs. You know how good they are. They're not good. You came to this team to be the, the, the quote-unquote savior of the team. What have you done? You just said the other day, oh, I have to flip the switch and I'm activating now. It, I'm still seeing regular LeBron. I ain't seen, I'm not seeing 45-point LeBron at the Garden. I'm not, I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing, you know, Detroit Pistons 28 straight points, 29 straight points. I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing game one of last year NBA Finals, 49 points before overtime. I'm not, I'm not seeing that, LeBron. I'm not seeing game winning, averaging 35 points per game in the playoffs like we seen last year, LeBron. That's turning it up. But is it, but is it too early for playoff? In no, no, it's not. Because you're three games behind with, what, now 23 games left? You need a lot of help, yeah. and you need to keep winning. You don't control your own destiny. Now, if they were in the playoffs, I get it, LeBron. Be, be, be normal, LeBron. Get your 25, 27 points. Get your, you know, 10, 11 rebounds or, you know, what, eight, eight or so assists. I get it, man. Listen, he's still playing fantastic right now, but your team needs you, which now this kind of makes me respect James Harden a little bit more now because when Chris Paul went out, 
He said, I got to do what oh, I got to do. I got to do what I got to do. I don't see LeBron doing what he got to do. I still see LeBron patty caking. I still see LeBron lackadaisical. I, 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 don't, I don't see any, any urgency from him. You know what you're working with. You know when you went to this team, you were going to a team with a, with a, with a terrible head coach and a team that, that has not made the playoffs three, three, four years prior to you getting there. You know what you were getting. You know what you are getting, and still you come out flat. You still come out not ready to play, LeBron. You still come out, you know, even to win over Houston, he had to score, what, 18 or 19 of his 26 in the second half? That tells me he ain't playing. You're not playing, LeBron. Like, and, 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 and then you go to the media and you criticize your teammates. Oh, it's urgency. Oh, like, you do. You're supposed to want this. No, LeBron, you're supposed to want this. You're the leader of the team. Lead by example instead of calling people out. You've seen what happened with Kyrie, and we're going to talk about him after this. When, when he called out his teammates, what did Jalen Brown immediately do? Well, leadership starts from the top. You're supposed to be the best player. Show us then, leader. Not go to the media and, 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 and talk about what is that going to do other than make guys shut down. We know. Me and you are a little bit older, bro. What does these young guys do when they get criticism nowadays? Oh, yeah, they, they shut down. down. They, they, they folded to a They wall. shut down. They made different. Exactly. They made different. They wired different. They're not used to people yelling at them, telling them what they do wrong. They're not used to that. So, LeBron, you need to change your leadership tactics. Maybe go out there and score 40 points because you haven't scored, scored more than, than 30 points since you said, oh, I'm quote-unquote activated now. So I, I, I don't, I don't, I really don't get this, man. And it hurts me because, man, listen, I defend LeBron just about for everything, bro. I cannot do it this time because I'm seeing a LeBron that's uninterested in playing basketball while he's talking about other people not being interested, not taking it serious. Put the team on your back. That game the other night against the Pelicans was in reach at one point in time. Going into, I think it was like towards the end of the third, going into the fourth, they had cut it down to what? Something like seven or eight? Yeah. Take over. Tell Luke, nah, I ain't coming out of the game right now. That's what I want to see, man. Like, I don't, and that's my, that's been my one criticism of LeBron his whole career. And I normally don't say this, but that's why I love Kobe. That's why I love Mike. We're not going to lose. We will not lose because of me. And right now, I think they're losing because of LeBron. You said it yourself. Ingram and Kuzma played great. What else do you need, LeBron? Without Anthony Davis, what else do you need? Exactly. What else do you need? Brandon Ingram, these last two games since the All-Star break, has been phenomenal. He's been going to the rack. I don't care who's guarding I'm going to the rack. Kuzma's being Kuzma. We know what we're going to get from Kuzma. LeBron, that is there for you to take. How much help do you need at this point? You have to get your team to the playoffs. No. And, 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 I'm, and I'm with you because uh, I, when, I, when I look at LeBron play, you're right, he's lackadaisical. He's uh, interested, bro. He don't want to play. And, he, and, and it's nice. When he, he's been looking like he, he don't want to play. And I'm not sure if, if it's because the team starts playing starts off playing terrible and he's frustrated or is he's frustrated, bro. He said it. He he's never he's never been losing for he's he's not used to this. 
He's frustrated. Yeah. But you but you're the leader of this team. You the guy that's been been in the league for 16 years. You the guy that done won four league MVPs, three finals MVP. You know? You the guy that people talk about is the GOAT. You're not showing that. And I, I never do this, bro. I never do this because I hate when people do it. But I'm gonna be hypocritical here. Jordan will never allow this. Jordan, Jordan will, will go out shooting every single shot to make sure I know my best chance to win is with me. You said it yourself, bro. Hit shots when, when LeBron passed you the ball. Well, they ain't hitting shots, LeBron. Why are you still passing the ball? Exactly. Why are you still passing the ball? And that's another thing. LeBron, LeBron passes a little too much sometimes now. Who can I'm like, bro, forget that. Don't that thing. Drive to the right. Don't that thing. Put that thing that- Get a that's my point. Come on. That's all I'm trying to say. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, LeBron, you getting your 28 points a game, and and, and you look at that like, man, what else am I supposed to do? You know, I got 28, 11, and, and 7. You know, I'm doing good. No, LeBron, get 40. 40. They ain't hitting shots. That's what the people want to see. They ain't hitting shots. Give the people what they want. They're not hitting shots. Every time you come down the court, you get somebody an open shot, they ain't hitting it. Well, guess what? All right, that's your last time getting the ball right now because we need to win. We need to win. And it seemed like he started passing the ball towards the end of the game. Like, like I hate that because I hate when he plays like this because it gives the naysayers, the people that, that literally just hate on LeBron, it gives them the, the, the room to say, see, that's what I'm talking about. See, look at him right there. And I know that's not LeBron because I've seen him take over games when, when need to be. I've I, I, I seen him do this. Against that Detroit Pistons team, that was phenomenal. Chauncey Billis, Rasheed Wallace, Ben Wallace, Richard Hamilton, Tayshawn Prince. Prince. I seen him do it. 29 mm-hmm. straight. I seen him do that. I seen him torch Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen in the garden. I seen him do that. I seen him do this. And right now, it just don't seem like he, he want to play. He's frustrated. I get it, man. He's human. But you can't go criticize your teammates when you're not doing all you can. Because I know that's not all LeBron can do. If he chooses to. He can go do that. That's, and that's why I like what Harden doing right now. It, but seeing LeBron play right now makes me love what Harden doing. We ain't got nobody else. I got to do this. I can respect that. If I shoot us out of the game, that's cool. But at least you know I was here. I ain't deferring to nobody mm-hmm. that never been to the playoffs to make shots for me. Come on, LeBron, man. You got to do better than that. Um, moving on to LeBron's former teammate, a guy who possibly could team up with LeBron um, in the offseason is Kyrie Irving. He's been in the news. They they lost back-to-back games. They lost to the, to, 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 to the Sixers, and then they lost uh, to the uh, – um, I'm, I'm losing track of the team that they lost to the other day. Uh, and after that game, though, you know, he uh, – they asked Kyrie, is you worried? Kyrie said, I'm not worried because I feel like we, in, in the seven-game series, we nobody can beat us. Do you agree with Kyrie? I don't. I don't agree with Kyrie because surprise, surprise. anyone can be beaten at any time. I don't care, you know, seven-game series, you know, one, two, three-game series. Anyone can be beaten at any given time, you see. And this is that attitude that will get you beaten, Billy. This is that attitude that will get you beaten. Yeah, you count. You just, you're counting on going. You're counting on going seven games with somebody, right? That, that's that's your end goal. 
in the seventh game series, ain't nobody gonna beat us. But what happens in that moment when when one of your stars go down in the seven game series? Oh, it's tough. What happens in that? It's moment? tough. <laughs> what What happens in that moment? Yeah, and that, you it, 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 it has happened before. Kevin Love went down. Kyrie Irving went down against Golden State, and that just left us LeBron. Because that should have been LeBron's so, fourth and, title. Kyrie's first. Kevin Love's first. Yep. And we could have we could have totally won that that that, oh, that was had they had been healthy. So what Kyrie is saying is irrelevant is it's irrelevant to me because anything could happen in this game. And for him to say that, that's kinda like it's kinda like I think it's kinda like taking your opponent for granted and taking taking, you know, almost like uh I'm not gonna say life, but taking the game for granted. You you should you shouldn't say, oh, Ain't nobody gonna beat us in the seven game series. Anything can happen in the seven game series. You should know that from experience, Kyrie. You should know that from experience. So I, I I things, I'm, I'm not taking Kyrie serious. I, I'm not taking him serious. But I agree with with, with, with Kyrie 100. Me and you didn't had this conversation before about who's going to get out of the East. You said Toronto. I said Boston. And for the exact same reason, why Kyrie Irving said. In a seven game series, when we can plan for somebody, when 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 I have to focus all my attention on you, yeah, it's easy. I, I, I said this last week. Yeah, it's easy to beat somebody in a regular season game. Look what just happened. The Pelicans beat beat the, the Lakers without Anthony Davis. Without Anthony Davis. Anybody can beat beat one game when you got another game the next day, or you got a game the, the day after, and then another game after that. Anybody could be beat. But when I when I when I can just focus all of my time. All of my attention on just you. Can you beat me four times? And I've said that before. I don't see anybody in the East deep enough, good enough to beat this Boston Celtics team four times, regardless of what they got going on right now. Can you beat them four times? That's what Kyrie's saying. Yeah, you could beat us one time. Anybody can can be beat one time. Can you beat us four times? I don't think nobody in the East could do that. I agree with Kyrie Irving one hundred percent. I do agree with your point though that. If somebody get hurt, yeah, all best off. Of course, you know that's that's you know somebody's important. Somebody important get hurt, yeah, all best off. I get it. You know you you cannot withstand that. But fully healthy Celtics team, I don't see anybody in the East beating them four times. I don't see nobody beating them four times except for the Golden State Warriors, who I think that they will eventually lose to in the NBA Finals. You have to beat this team four times. I like Kyrie mindset, man. You know, I don't think it's taking your opponent light. It's, it's, it's knowing what you're worth. You're not going to beat me four times. That's confidence. I like it. You ain't going to beat me four times. Yeah, you can give me in a regular season game. Kudos to you. Good job. You know, pat you on the back. Good job. Can you beat me four times in the playoffs when it matter? I don't think no team can do that. Even with Toronto. Even with Milwaukee, who I think is only going to be they're going to win one playoff series, Giannis to get his first one, and he's going to lose in the second round. Because he's either going to meet the Celtics or he's going to either meet the um, the 76ers, who, who I think both teams are better. So I agree with Kyrie. Can you be? It's easy to do that. Beat me four times. That's the only thing I care about. Because when I get to plan for you, when I get to, to game plan just for you, and I don't have to, quote, unquote, be looking ahead to tomorrow's game also, oh, man. See what you can do there. So I agree with Kyrie. I don't think no team outside of Golden State Warriors could beat them four four times. Yeah, it's possible. Anything is possible. I just don't see that. So 
Kyrie, be as cocky as you want to be, bro. I like that. Can't nobody. That's the attitude I like, you know. And LeBron kind of got that mentality sometimes. Like he, you know, he acts if nobody can beat him. But bro, you gotta show me. Yeah, you, and, and, yeah. They they gonna have to show me something. Yeah, you gonna have to show me because me. I haven't seen you do it this year. Even even the first start of the year, they lost some games that LeBron should have took over. That Houston game, True. that was for LeBron to take over. That Spurs game at the beginning of the season, that was for LeBron to take over. You know, you you that Portland game, the first game of the year, that was your game to take over. I haven't seen you be LeBron this year, honestly. I haven't seen you be LeBron this year. And I told Phil, Phil asked me the other day, um, last week during the All-Star break, is KD the best player in the world? I said it's it's still LeBron right now, because I know what LeBron can do. But KD is slowly creeping, bro. He's slowly creeping. And that's not a knock against LeBron. LeBron is in his 16th year. You know, so people use that as it as a knock to LeBron. Like, oh, KD is better than you. Well, I've been the, I've been the best player in the world since what my third, fourth year in the league. Kudos to him. Good job. I've been in the league sixteen years. Been to eight straight finals. Had all these playoff games. He ain't did what I did. But KD is slowly creeping up, bro, to be the best player in the league. And I think if he wins the title this year, which I think they will, obviously, everybody think Golden State is going to win. I think he's going to be Finals MVP, and I think he's going to become the best player in the world. No knock against LeBron, but age happened. Father Time is undefeated. LeBron seems frustrated, and when LeBron is frustrated, he mopes like a baby. I like I like what Kyrie is saying right here. Meet me in the playoffs and beat me four times. Meet me there, beat me there, and I don't think we're gonna lose. So, uh, final topic of the day. Uh, this should be a good one here because obviously me and you don't talk about what we're going to talk about on the show. Send the list out and and we do our own homework from there. Who do you think right now, if the season ended today, who would be your NBA MVP? I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with someone you don't think is worthy of the MVP. I'm going to go with Giannis. <laughs> I'm going to go with Giannis because he has that Bucks team in the driver's seat in the East. He's not only doing, doing numbers. He's, this guy's averaging 27 points. This guy's averaging uh, almost two blocks a game. This guy is not only lifting Bucks team to the next level, but he's made those guys believers in Milwaukee. Before, before you know, Giannis and his uh, his transformation, I should say, into being a player he is today. Before him, dude, Milwaukee had no hope. If you look at this Milwaukee team, you're like, who who does this team have besides Giannis? And then we look at we looked at down a roster. He makes everyone around him better too. At that, because you got this this dude with the wingspan of like, I, I almost I think his wingspan is like nine. Yeah, it's forever. He, he has a long wingspan, and he takes two steps and he can get to the rim. And now he's getting that driving kick to his game. It, it, he's just lifted that team to be better, man. I really like what Giannis is doing. He's got them in the driver's seat in the East. They're number one out there. I'm, I'm going to give this one to Giannis because he's playing phenomenal, man. To me, he's playing phenomenal. And he's not letting up. He's a competitor. I like what Giannis is doing. I, I do. 
Um, I think he's overrated for sure, but that that doesn't take away um, the numbers that he's putting up this year. You can't argue with it. You know, he, he he's doing that. 27, well, like 13 and two. Uh, you know, this that's 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 crazy numbers. I get it. You know, um, I'm not ready to put Giannis there yet, just yet. You know, he he honestly, he's actually was my second choice for MVP because despite what I think about him, you the the the, the numbers are there. I'm gonna go with Paul George. He's in the Western Conference and a tougher conference putting up astronomical numbers, did it again the other night, 45 points, overtime, buzzer beater. And not only that, he's he he's probably going to be the defensive player of the year. You know, he's getting it done on both sides of the court, shooting over 50%, averaging, what, 26, 27, 29 point, 27 points a game. This guy is doing it all. You know, shooting a high percentage, scoring the basketball, playing defense in the Western Conference. I like what he's doing. Got that team fourth right now in the Western Conference, third in the Western Conference. You know, I, I like I like what he's doing because Portland, Portland, and in, 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 uh, Portland sitting in, in that fourth spot. Houston is in the fifth spot. I like what they're doing right now in the West. Russell Westbrook is kind of taking a backseat to him. Westbrook is, is doing all the dirty work. He's playing defense. He's, he's getting the rebounds. He's getting everybody involved. Paul George is just being an absolute killer this year. He, he, he's the Paul George that we remember from Indiana, the one that used to duel those Miami teams. That's the Paul George that I'm seeing right now. And I think he should be the MVP. Obviously, I think we can say both James Harden is probably going to get the MVP if he stays on this street just because of, you know, uh, what he's doing. But for me, I like Paul George. I like what he's doing. Giannis is right behind him. I can't discredit him from the MVP conversation. I can I can discredit him as being one of the top players in the league, but to be a top player in the league don't mean that doesn't get you MVP. So with the numbers he got, yeah, I get it. Giannis is there. I take nothing away from him. I just think what Paul George is doing right now on both ends of the floor, I, I like it. Giannis, though, without him, that team would be out of the playoffs. I, I, I totally agree with you on that point. Totally agree. Without Giannis doing what Giannis is doing right now, that team, we wouldn't even be talking about no Milwaukee Bucks. But I just think what Paul George is doing right now, he got his team third in the West. What, the Bucks are second in the East, right? Mm-hmm. And an easier conference. We, we, can both, we can both say that. What he's doing in the Western Conference, night in and night out, this guy's phenomenal. Both ends of the floor, I think Paul George is going to be the, the MVP. It can be going to anybody, Harden, Paul George. Um, it, it can even go to Steph. I mean, people overlook what Steph is doing because he's playing with KD. People overlook what even KD is doing because he's playing with Steph. So, but just for me, if I had to cast my ballot today, I'm going to say uh, Paul George will be my MVP of the league. Just my MVP. Paul George has been, to your point, Paul George has been hooping. Uh, and Russell Westbrook allowed him to, you know, do his thing and taking that backseat sort of. 
uh, I, I think it's great for this Oklahoma City team. For sure. And, for sure. And because they've seen Russ do it for so long, you know, and, and not get anywhere with it. But now that Paul George is doing it, they kind of have a new hope because Russell Westbrook is complimenting And Russ is you know still what I'm saying? Rolling. He's still averaging what, like 10 and, 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 and he's still in the MVP race. Exactly. Yeah. And he's still in the MVP race. He's like, I want to say number 10 in the MVP race. He had so, something the other night, but he fouled out before that, 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 that last overtime. Imagine how many he would have had. Exactly. So I, I really like what, he, what he's doing, too. And to your point with, with Paul George, man, this dude is a competitor. He goes out there every night and he gives you his all. He and the things he has, the things he he has come back from. He's came back from the broken leg. You know what I'm saying? That broken leg was. I didn't. I honestly, in my personal opinion, I didn't think he would come back from that. Was the most brutal thing I've ever seen. We seen Kevin Ware, the guy from Louisville. He broke his leg in similar fashion. And where is he at now? Yep. You know. So. And then for him to continue playing at that energy level, with you know, and not having that fear in his mind, what if it happens again? And to take this Oklahoma City Thunder team to another level, a team that's a smaller market team to another level. I mean, I, I like I like Paul George too, but uh, but for me, Paul George is in that third spot, man. But bonnet third third spot. I got to put James Harden ahead of him. What James Harden is doing is, is no punk. Even though I don't like his play style, I got to put James Harden ahead of Paul George. That's tough. Third? I yeah, think I got, he's third I, in everybody else category as well. I think, you know, most guys will probably have James Harden at number one. And I think Giannis would be at number two in most guys' bracket and Paul George would be there at three. I just don't – I just don't see – excuse me. I just don't see it that way, you know. Uh, this guy's been hooping. Maybe because he's played in Oklahoma City, he 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 has that West Coast thing. You know, they they games come on later. I don't know. Maybe not for us, obviously, because we're we're over here, kind of on the West Coast, so we kind of get to see all the games at a decent time, and not like the East Coast people that that's looking at these West Coast games at twelve o'clock at night. But this guy, Paul George, is the real deal. But. One more question before we get out of here. We didn't have this on the docket, but it just came into my mind because I forgot to write it down yesterday. So, Coach K came out yesterday to ask about Zion. Coach K said he loves Duke. He came ready to get back out there. Uh, he's been scratched for, for the game tomorrow night. Uh, he didn't play yesterday on Saturday. I mean, he didn't play on Saturday against Syracuse. Do you think that he, if he comes back, he's making the right decision to come back and play college basketball. I, I believe this would be a hit on Zion if he comes back to play college basketball. And I'm saying this because anything can happen again. You already had your first game. Just relax, man. It's okay. We, we already know what you can do, Zion. We, we've seen it. We've seen how great of a player you can be. We've seen how much this, this Duke team misses you when you're gone. We see how important of a player you are to this Duke team. So for you to rush back and just try to jump back in action just because you love Duke basketball, that to me is a no-no. If, if, you're, if you're looking for the bigger picture, if you're looking to secure that bag, I should say, you should not rush back to, to playing college basketball, to, to, uh, to an organization, to a system 
that doesn't care for you. They care about one thing, you know, and that's not that's not the athlete. They care about what what it does for the NCAA or what it does for that that school. So I'm not breaking my back, breaking my leg, or breaking my foot to to get back to a a, a place that when I'm done with basketball isn't going to take care of me. And that's how I feel like Zion, Zion should chill. I don't. I don't think he should chill. And this is the reason why, why I don't think that this guy should chill. And it's really simple. He signed up to play this. He signed up to do this. You know, this ain't like college football where guys are playing in meaningless bowl games and they decide, oh, this is just one game. You know, I'm going to start getting ready for the NFL draft. You know, that's no different from the regular person. Excuse me. That's no different from the regular person calling out to work for for one day. My thing is, you signed up to play college basketball. You know that you wasn't going to be getting paid. You know that the NCAA cares nothing about you. You know all this stuff, and still you decide to sign your name on that dotted line to go play college basketball. You could have went to the G League. You could have went overseas to play. You know? You Does that make it right, though? Does that make it right? No, no, I'm not saying to make it right, but no. what you were getting yourself into. So now just because you had a scare, now you're just going to shut it down? Now you're just going to now you're just gonna give up on all your teammates that 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 that's been there fighting with you. You don't think R.J. Barrett uh, has an NFL future? I mean, a, a, a NBA future. Zion is not even the best guy on Duke team. He just the one that gets the most hype. So he has not to mention he has a ton to lose in this. He has a ton to lose. Right now, he's not the surefire number one pick. What if R.J. Barrett lights it up in the ACC tournament and he goes to the NCAA tournament and lights it up? Who's your number one pick now? R.J. Barrett? I looked at a chart the other day, and they show what Zion could lose if he drops from the number one pick. Number one pick, average salary is about $44 million. Second pick, about $35. Third pick, about $33. So that's about $9 million. If he, let's say he falls to that third slot. Let's say Cam Reddish... Uh, just lights up. RJ Barrett lights up. John Morant, who they have as the third best player in the draft this year. What if they just light it up in the tournament? People still gonna take Zion? I don't know about that. You have a lot to lose. Let's 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 not forget before Zion came to college basketball, he wasn't the number one rated player in the nation. RJ Barrett was. Before he came to college, in in, in the mock drafts that they done, Zion Williamson wasn't the number one pick. He wasn't the number two pick. He wasn't the number three pick. Playing college basketball has ro- has 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 rose his stock to number one by playing basketball. And I don't think that now, just because you had a scare, you should just shut it down from your teammates and say, "Ah, nah, I'm thinking about my future now." With about 15 games left, Joe Wall tore his Achilles in his apartment. You know, he wasn't even playing basketball. He tore his Achilles in his apartment. So, Zion, I get it, man. You you, you have a bright NBA future. So does R.J. Barrett. You don't see him shutting it down. You don't see him saying, hey, man, Zion got hurt. So, you know what? They, they got me right now projected to be the number two pick in the draft. I'm just going to shut it down for the year. No, because you signed up to do this. Knowing good and well you wasn't gonna get paid, knowing good and well you 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 cannot profit off of being Zion Williamson. You knew this, and you still signed that contract to go to Duke. 
I think you should go ahead finish the season off. You know, um, I don't think I don't think he should, should 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 drop it down. You know, I get it. He's worrying about his future. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. He could get hurt at the at the NBA combine. He can get hurt working out to to go to the NBA draft. And now you just because you had a scare, you know. And, and I get it. The NCAA care nothing about these guys. But do you believe? I'm asking you this: Do you believe Coach K care about Zion? Yeah, general. I, th- I do think Coach K cares about his players. I won't. I won't take that away from Coach K. He he's definitely an advocate for all the players uh, in the NCAA and you know so forth. What he does with his players is special, I believe, and they respect him so much for that. Um, but when I when I when I take a deep look at things, Coach K still has to be on board with the NCAA you know, per se, because he works for them. And getting his talent back on the floor is, I believe, his utmost priority. I don't think it's priority. And let me tell you why I don't think it's priority. Coach K came out and said, we're not going to rush Zion. He know what he got there. Coach K and Coach Cal are one of the two coaches that I respect in the NCAA because they're good enough coaches. Man, man, we don't get another Zion. Look at all the coaches. I mean, look at all the players that these two done done coach. John Wall, Boogie Cousins, Eric Bledsoe, Anthony Davis, Nerlens Noel. I mean, Coach K, Grant Hill, <laughs> Corey Maggette, Christian Leitner. It, it's, it's not like that. That you know, um, the, 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 these coaches are are, are 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 short of talent. They're not Iowa State, you know, who, who barely gets a little bit of. A, Recruits, they get in the top recruits every single year. So Coach K has already said we're not going to push Zion to come back, which is the reason why he didn't play on Saturday, which is the reason why he won't play tomorrow, which probably the reason why he won't play this upcoming Saturday. They're going to make sure that he's fully healthy before he come back. So um, I get when you are being treated right, you know, you tend to want to go all out for that coach. Not one time do I believe Coach K has treated Zion wrong because if he did, I think we would have already heard the announcement. Zion will not play no more at Duke. He will come back and play. I mean, he he he's going to get ready for the NBA draft. True, true, true. I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. If he was getting treated wrong, I, I, I think all best to be off. Listen, go do what's best for you, young man. But I know. I don't – well, I can't say I know. I ha- I'm pretty sure Coach K is treating him with the utmost respect. Take your time to come back, Zion. We get it. Take your time. I know what kind of M- NBA future you got. Because guess what? Next year, I may get the number one player in the nation because of how I treated you. So I think he should just, just go ahead and play, finish it, finish this year out with his guys that he signed to play with. Uh, now, if they don't make the tournament, that's another story. I, I can understand that. But you're going to make the tournament. You got a chance to play for a national championship. Go do that. Go achieve that, and then worry about the NBA draft later. That's going to be it for today's show, guys. Uh, bro, you want to take us out of here? Ah, oh, man. You guys know what it is. You guys have a blessed day. Be kind to one another. As always, I'm your favorite co-host, OG Raw. You guys take care. I'll see you, Billy. Yeah, bro. Appreciate you, man. Everything you're doing. See you guys tomorrow. <laughs>